So hi everyone, I'm here with Josh Harris, who's the uh, founder and CEO of Doc2, which is a, a, a document uh, communication and management company. Um, uh, well, 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 welcome, Josh. It's been uh, it's great to chat to you. I mean, we, so we were originally chatting around some of the digitalization around digitalization of documents and handling of documents and, and just making that more efficient. And uh, so, so we, we had a very interesting conversation. So I thought we could to, to share that a little bit with the folks here. Um, so so uh, may, maybe maybe it's just worth starting off by, you know, obviously you guys look at, you know, document digitalization of that and that's been a big thing particularly in the collections and recoveries industry i suppose since um since since lockdown i mean what, what are some of the what are some of the things you've seen or some of the trends you've seen i think that, that, that'd be quite interesting to start with yeah absolutely so um yeah first of all thank you very much for having me along um so i guess more recently obviously every industry has been impacted with what's been going on recently and, and we've absolutely seen that with with what we're doing as well um, this is first of all, I mean, purely uh, a lot of motivation for businesses has been just looking purely at e-signing, just because people haven't been able to meet mm. up on contracts. So that's been a driver for a lot of people to look into digital solutions um, to help them, first of all, get their contract signed. But then actually they're discovering other sort of solutions out there that um, are enabling sort of um, better processes, making more um, more efficient processes in more than just the signing and um, sort of part of that process, but actually through the creation of those contracts as well, or those documents that they're sending out to be signed as well. So we get a lot of people coming to us saying, oh, we, we want e-signing, but actually then we can show them a whole better process, um, or they're looking for something that's slightly more um, rounded to, 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 to improve the whole process rather than sort of individual parts of the process, which, um, which was happening before this sort of whole situation happened. Yeah. So do you think, has the industry gone through a bit of a step change, I suppose, because we've had e-signature around for a while um, and, you know, obviously we've been forced to be at home now, um, you know, and we're forced to go through these like electronic processes. Do you think it's a, it's creating a bit of a sea change or, um, or do you think, or, and do you think that's going to stick? Um, uh, what's your uh, feeling on that? Absolutely. So a lot of these processes are things that, um, businesses say, oh, we'll get round to looking at that process. We'll get round to improving the e-signing process. We'll get round to making this process more efficient. And then when everyone in, went into lockdown, they suddenly had time to look at all of those processes and look into what they can actually do rather than what they've just been doing because it was working. Mm. And I think once you spend a little bit of time looking to automating different processes, it's it's easy to see there's so many different processes throughout the business that can be automated. And therefore this time in, during lockdown for people has enabled them to look across their whole business, across all of the processes within their business, spend the time looking at them and realize what they can do now going forward. And I think that is, that, that's just gonna continue now. I think now people have seen a taste of, of what they can do across the business. It is gonna be the, the business that utilize that um, across all of those processes that are really going to do well out of this and um, yeah and we're seeing that across all, all sorts of industries of course including sort of a debt recovery and financial service businesses as well. Uh, and, and how much of it is pull versus push so how much is it is that it's being pushed by let's say clients versus being pulled by the customers so the whole digitalization piece is it customers do you think are saying look I want to be able to do this digitally now or do you think it's, or do you think it's clients in in your case that are saying, look, we've got to do this digitally because I've, I've got to get through the volume? And do you think it's pull or push? Like, I mean, with all of these things, there's elements of both in there. Um, in a lot of the conversations I have, um, people are saying, you know, we just want to make that onboarding process incredibly easy. 
for our, for our customers or whoever it is that's signing these sorts of documents. And that's that's sort of, sort of driven a bit within because they want to they want to make their business look good. They want to make just actually you know getting a contract sent out and signed as efficient as possible because that means they can get on with the work and collect. Uh, can collect their, their 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 fees at the end of the day much more quickly. So there's there's an element of both in there. I think you've got to keep your your customers happy by giving them an easy process in the first place, and um, if you want to keep them longer term, and um, but also you want to keep your staff happy as well because you want to um, make the internal processes as nice and easy, um, and and as efficient as possible as well. So there, there's definitely there's definitely both sides of the coin with that one, and. Um, each customer is a little bit different, but ultimately getting those processes as easy and as quick and as consistent as possible is going to benefit them both internally and, and their customers as well. So, so when we first chatted, um, we, we, we went through a, a bit of a demo and I thought it was, it was, it was very interesting. But the, the one thing that really struck me afterwards is just like thinking about it is just the volume of processes that actually go through, the number of documents that actually go through and those that need signature in this case. And it was it was it was. That I was like, do you almost like sit back and think about it? It's like it is really quite a lot um, in terms of like you know acquisition documents, contracts, um, NDAs, all of those kind of things. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty sizable, and I think that that piece kind of surprised me. I don't I don't know if you you find that you've had that feedback, but um, it it was interesting. It was almost like it's it's process reengineering needing to happen on some of these things. Mm, absolutely, I think the, the way we uh, I mean you know a bit of brief background um, for the listeners is we we automate the contracts we put a contract template in a system you go through and answer questions and create um, those repeatable documents in a fraction of the time so what we usually find is a business um, has one document that they do very frequently whether that's an order form letters of engagement heads of terms terms of business whatever it may be however they want to term it they're creating that very frequently you put that in the system and then you get a good time saving but by using it you realize actually as you just said there's so many other documents sort of around it within the business that can also be automated um as you said ndas are another classic one that you might be sending five ten a month or whatever it is um but this more time around just the creation of those documents is finding the templates making sure you've got the latest version and if you have distributed teams those sort of things can be get can become very difficult very quickly um just because everything's saved in the wrong places these days people have different versions of them and if you can minimize all of these uh, different issues and sort of fix it all in one go then the time savings just multiply up um, every single time and every time you add a new person you're saving massive amounts of time and um, just by having everything centralized you're um, minimizing setup times of getting people understanding the system because it's already in there. You literally just answer questions. So it, it's so yeah. So what we find is businesses join with one document they think they're going to save loads of time on, and slowly realize there's so many other documents and so many other processes that they can sort of work through um, uh, across the business, and, and not always in the same departments. Sort of maybe customer success teams, legal teams, ops teams, whatever it may be. And so a lot, a lot of these processes traditionally being sort of paper based and so you'd have the, you know filing cabinets I remember filing cabinets or or you know sometimes it's covers with documents stuffed in um, but you know we, we you sort of you see that um, but I mean I suppose that the, the drawback of that is you don't get a lot of MI um, and I, you know I mean so what's what's the role of the extra MI you get as a result of the you know because you digitalize the process you can get access to like where documents sit where they go etc I mean how's how, how, what's, what's your view around like how you can leverage that uh, to then drive further savings? Okay, um, yeah, absolutely. So 
documents, um, as you know, Word documents, PDF documents, once you've taken, let's just using contracts as an example or terms of business document, once you've updated it with the specifics of that deal, whatever it may be, billing dates, um, billing terms, uh, start dates, end dates, scopes of work, whatever that is, once you've updated that master template into your Word document, um, printed out and sent it off or turned it into PDF and got it e-signed, um, the data that you've put into that document is completely unstructured, it's completely lost. Um, and you might have it in a CRM if, if your sales team are efficient, um, mm. but there's a, there's a very big disconnect between that information. It might not be the same as in the CRM because it's not been updated for whatever reason, so you can't rely on that data. With, um, with our platform, um, all of that data now is stored in a database, meaning you have that data as structured data, which is incredibly powerful. And not only does it mean you can sort of review your documents incredibly quickly, and you can jump back into them sort of, you know, six months down the line and see the key information without having to dive into the, uh, the sort of basic terms or the, the sort of the boilerplate terms, but actually you're starting to collect this data um, in a completely structured form. So at the moment, we haven't got a sort of deep dive analytics on it, but what you're doing is collecting that data. So as soon as we release functionality to um, dive into this data, you're going to be able to see trends across, across the data that you have. Maybe that is um, bigger deal sizes and more likely to change termination dates or um, whatever it is. You can start to see links between the data that you've put into that um, into, the, into those contracts, which I think, you know, at the moment that people are benefiting from it a little bit, but going forward across the industry, there's so much insight to be had in this data that we can now collect, whereas before it was completely unstructured and completely lost. And I think the other exciting thing is, um, is the ability to connect CRMs with these contracts, meaning that you can have consistent data between the one, and one source of truth, i.e. the signed document and your CRM which really just adds value sort of throughout and um, throughout the business. I think it's I think it's fascinating actually that even with the, the lockdown, I mean, it's been tough on some folks, but it, it's almost like all the chips have been sort of thrown up in the air or the jigsaw piece have been thrown up in the air and they're gonna land in a slightly different way. And it's almost like it's it's forcing us to sort of start to think about how do we automate some of our processes? And I think it's it's not just about, you know, how do we take cost out as much as how do we make the process actually better? Um, and it's and there's that there's that kind of redesign theme that's coming through, and it's almost like it's it's forcing us to join the different processes together to become much more automated and much smarter. And I think it's you can start to see it happening almost like as a uh, uh, as as a theme. I think a little bit. So, mm, absolutely. I think as long as your sort of your start point or the, your your end point always needs to be the same. You know, we need to have a contract signed. That's you know the end point. But um, the starting position of that is you know your sales conversation and there's this huge amount of admin in, in the middle and it's just been natural for businesses to say well the quickest way that we can do this is update a word template that is the quickest way it's the most efficient way and it's it, it is a bit of a, a sort of a, a changing way of looking at things actually there is a better way um and and actually yeah, going out and trying to find that the way that suits your business best but but, but I suppose also if you you, know, you have to, let's say it's a sales document um, and you have to update your, it's, it's a word template, it forces you, the fact that you've got the system, it forces you to then say, well, look, these are actually the fields you do need to have and these are the degrees of freedom you have. So it's not a blank sheet of paper, it's already yeah. filled out sheet of paper and then it becomes, puts additional structure around how do you do, how do you want to make the changes to that? 
and what fields would then need to change because those those would go back through the system and it means that you're getting much more structured data flowing through um, i mean the blank sheet of paper just means you get almost like an infinite number of variations mm. of the different of the different documents which can cause all sorts of other problems downstream from a lending point of view as an example absolutely and i think there's two other sort of key points on that one is um, when you come to build that first version of the template, mm. um, it's often I have, I have discussions with clients and they say there's, there's loads of back and forth negotiation. And when you sort of ask the questions, oh, oh, what is it that, that they're negotiating? Um, and it comes down to one or two clauses. And usually it's because they're massively unbalanced. You know, they're asking for, you know, I don't know if it's a termination period, they're asking for 180 days when actually just make it a little bit more balanced. Maybe it should be 30 or, or 45 days. And instantly, just by changing a small term in that contract, you're re reducing the back and forth, which is saving you hours, potentially hours. days. You're getting the contract signed quicker. You're making that whole customer journey better. Um, and you're going ultimately you're going to get paid earlier, and and that can just be from a simple change in in the wording of the contract, which instantly you know that's not even us doing that. That's not that's not automation. That's just sitting down and looking at the things that are taking the time. Yeah. Um, obviously, you need to make sure it, it it works for you contractually, but ultimately you, these things are often fairly uh, small things that, that that get negotiated, but add on huge amounts of time that really aren't adding any value. Um, and the next point is, as you said, when you come to automated document, it is it's essential that you're getting the right version in in your in, in sort of in the system from the beginning, which means businesses are going back saying, actually, yeah, we want to use this platform because it's going to save us tens of hours, um, sort of you know, every week or every month. Um, and um, but we want to put the right ones in there. So they're going back and just looking through their contracts and making sure it's up to date. Some some businesses haven't updated them for years. And can they can be you know not not in the best sort of place so it goes through and um, you go through and, and update that template in the first instance meaning that every document going forward is completely compliant um, and because all of your um, users are now using it they're always using that latest version minimizing any of those risks mm, yeah I, I think that the whole piece around audit and then making sure that you have the the, you know, the fields of the fields and not you know the previous contract you had and sort of you just all of that audit and control I think is just is 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 is, is really kind of is really kind of fascinating really I do think uh, so, so what do you think about the future what's I mean so we've just we just you know we've been through like six months of you know COVID lockdown um, we've become very much more remote. Um, I mean, both you and I are both sitting at home, um, you know, having 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 this conversation. So we've sort of got much more adopted this digital um, kind of kind of lifestyle in some ways and sort of like processes. Um, we might be going back into lockdown. What, what do you what do you think is going to happen next? What what do you think the future is going to be? I wish I could tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I think that you know the trends we've seen over the last six months or so are just going to continue. Mm -hmm. um, the businesses that don't adapt. The businesses that are still trying desperately to get their contract signed in person, you know, they shouldn't be doing that anyway. Um, that's that's just going to end. Those businesses are going to fold. The businesses that are still getting their contracts sent over emails and sort of back and forth conversations like that, you know, time efficiencies, are, are, they're not in their favour. And the businesses mm. that are adopting, and there's thousands and thousands of businesses that are out there adopting sort of digital solutions those are the businesses that are going to continue they are going to be the ones that succeed and everyone trying to cling on to what was happening before is just going to get their margins squeezed um and and, it, and I, they're going to be the ones unfortunately that are going to fail just because everyone's 
being able to be more efficient. They've been forced to become more efficient. Mm. The ones that are tech savvy, unfortunately, they are well. Fortunately, they're going to be the ones that are, are going to be able to, to, you know, outdo the competition. And and I, I can't see that stopping now. Now the ball is properly rolling. Um, yeah. I think that's just that's just going to continue. People are realizing what they can do. Um, very quickly and very easily implementing um, new solutions, new processes doesn't take weeks, months, years anymore like it used to. You can literally sign up to a website and be going the same day um, and, and completely transform your business, giving you back hours and hours and hours, you know, in a morning, which is there's, there's been very few times in history when we've been able to do that. And, and businesses have, have realized that now. And, yeah. um, and the ones that don't are unfortunately going to get left behind. Yeah. I think there's been a real sea change and you can sort of see it's almost like structurally it's crazy to see change and you can sort of you can feel it and you can almost like feel the economy kind of changing and it's just you know will it buy it? I, I, I kind of getting the feeling now that it might be like this for the longer time longer term and it's not something that's necessarily going to go back to the way it was I mean it really is something that's um you know, you know quite significant I think um, mm. over time so well it's been it's been it's been really great to, to chat with you I mean I say, say since we first chatted it's been uh, it's been fascinating it's definitely made me think about some of the processes that, that you know that, that, that I come that I come across um, so I, I really appreciate you making the time today and sort of like um, just exploring a little bit more so thanks very much yeah, Josh no worries at all Chris thank you very much and um, okay. okay speak to you soon cheers bye-bye